Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Anthony Gazenza with CincyJungle.com and the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast coming at you once again, as we normally do after uh, the Bengals games uh, this these on these weekends here in 2018. So good to have you with us. Um, pretty interesting and pretty sloppy game by the Bengals on Sunday. Um, you know the score indicates a one possession game, but it really wasn't that close. Bengals made it. Um, Made it pretty close at the end there, thanks to a blocked punt and a couple of other things. But they were pretty much uh, the game was pretty much out of hand for a long time on uh, on Sunday afternoon in Cleveland. The Bengals lose to the Browns 26-18, and for the first time since 2002, the Bengals get swept by the Browns. And if you are uh, maybe not the biggest Bengals historian or that great at math, um, that would mean that it's the first time it's happened since Marvin Lewis took over as the Bengals head coach. Really, I mean, it's really hard to find positives today. Uh, Clayton Fedgelin played a nice day, nice game on special teams, uh, had a block punt, and uh, ran a fake punt for a first down early in the game. Uh, Joe Mixon kind of ran well, especially towards the end. He had a couple of nice get kind of gash runs. He eclipsed over a thousand yards for the season, so both he and Tyler Boyd eclipsed the one thousand yard mark. So I suppose that's a positive you can take away. And Randy Bullock hit a fifty-one yarder in the cold. Uh, you had to figure if you're kicking a football in that weather, that probably feels like kicking a rock. So, um, and he's been kind of knocked, and rightfully so, for being a guy that cannot convert those long field goals so um you know it was good to see that but for the most part the offense was deplorable Jeff Driscoll wasn't hitting many passes at all um there were some some bad throws some drops uh the defense was pretty atrocious throughout most of the day particularly the corners um you know uh, they they seem to be turned around quite a bit they seem to be uh, playing the receiver, not the football. They seem to just kind of be guessing a lot. Darquez Denard, um, Drake Patrick, he, he luckily got, um, he was victimized on a big play, but luckily it was called offensive pass interference. Even William Jackson was kind of turned around a couple times. So uh, basically, you know, I, the, the major thing to me that was a, and Brandon Pen, Penniston here says we need a new coach, period. The attitude is the big is the big difference to me uh, in this game. The 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 Browns are having fun, even though they got eliminated just one night earlier. The Browns are having fun. You can see it in the way in what they do on offense. You can see it in their uh, their demeanor, quite frankly. And um, I don't know. Ken Rogers in, injuries hurt this team, but frankly, this team is just not very good. Swept by Cleveland is unacceptable. Yeah, I mean, you know. 
that's where I go, where where does Mike Brown sit on this one, right? I mean, you would think that this would be something where Mike Brown would say, you know, this this just isn't cutting it. Injuries or not, this, just, this is not the type of football that we should be um, experiencing. My guess, though, is that excuses will occur. Marvin will be back, and uh, there was a report that it is posted on CincyJungle.com. I believe it was initially made by Ian Rappaport that said um, that Vance Joseph is a defensive coordinator target if he's uh, of the Bengals if he's fired from the Broncos. So my guess is you'd have Marvin as head coach, Hugh as the offensive coordinator, and uh, Vance Joseph as the defensive coordinator in sort of a 2015 redux, if you will. And uh, I don't know. Uh, Dan Williams doesn't seem to agree with me about the massive injuries. I do agree. Obviously, the injuries are playing a big part into what we're seeing. But the team was also, <laughs> before a lot of those injuries, they were 4-1, and one, then they lost to the Steelers, then they got blown out by the Chiefs, then they got blown out by the Saints, and they had some of their main guys. They had their starting quarterback. Um, you know, A.J. Green was healthy for the Kansas City game. They had Tyler Boyd. They had Joe Mixon. Um, this offensive line is atrocious. You saw Bobby Hart today. He was on skates all day today, creating penalties. Alex Redman, we know what he's done or not done this year. Cordy Glenn's been up and down. Billy Price has been up and down. Um, so, uh, yes, of course, the Bengals' injuries played a major part in things. You know, Joe Mixon missed a couple of games. They were still able to win games without him. Um Vontaze Burfick's been out of the lineup, but even when he's played, he's been a mess. And uh, if you saw what happened with Burfick again today, he, he appears to have had a concussion. He's being helped off the field with trainers, and he's, an, in an animated fashion, throwing off the arm of the trainer, helping him off the field for whatever reason. I don't, I don't really understand that. So, um, you know, this team could try and sell a lot of fans and a lot of people they could sell it to a lot of people saying, you know, we're close. This 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 team is close. The injuries, all that kind of stuff. And there is there is a viable reasoning with that. But there are a lot of things wrong with this team. The backup quarterback, Jeff Driscoll, he's not a viable quarterback if you need it in a pinch. Um, A.J. Green is now aging. He's been hurt. Tyler Boyd, you know, he's hurt at the end of the year. I mean, there's some there's some talented pieces there. Some of their best players are getting older. But you look past that. John Ross, top ten pick. Yeah, he caught another touchdown today, and that was awesome. But so many other plays to him, and these weren't some weren't his fault. They were some were very poor throws. Another one though uh, on the sideline, very catchable ball goes right through his hands. Would have been a minimal gain, but still a ball he needs to catch at this level of football. Um, catches the touchdown though, so uh, you know there's. They need a lot of work. This roster needs a lot of work, and there's a lot of questions. And I don't know if bringing back your same head coach at this point is, is going to instill a lot of confidence, I think. Jordan Mackling says we need to kill it in the draft this year. Yeah, but they've needed to kill it in the draft the past couple of years. And uh, 2017's class was pretty good. Um, you know, I, we just kind of talked about the ups and downs with Ross, but Joe Mixon and a couple others in there were, were pretty good this year. Hit and miss. 2015, absolute disaster. Um, you know, we're looking back to Cedric Abwehi, Jake Fisher, um, uh, PJ Dawson, you know, all those guys, not even non-factors on this team. Um, I don't, 
I don't know. I don't know. I uh, I just think that this team has a lot of has a lot of issues it needs to sort out on the roster, and I don't know that continuing to bring back the same figureheads is going to make a a, diff, a, a difference. Um, yeah, Mark Barbary's. Barbieri says we so we're already back to pre-Marvin results. Why keep him? Um, Stephen Caseman says they bring back Marvin. I'm done. I'll burn my hat. Well, I, I, be safe <laughs> if you do that. But uh, I, there's not a lot telling me. I mean, aside aside from the type of football I'm seeing on the field, there's not a lot te- that I'm hearing or seeing from ownership or whatnot to point to Marvin not being back. So we'll see we'll see what what happens there, but yeah, I mean there there are a lot of changes that need to occur. There's kind of some dead dead weight. I don't know if Drake or Patrick is worth his salary. I don't think Vontez Perfect is worth his salary based on the headaches, the injuries and everything that he brings. Um, which stinks because he was you know, arguably their best defensive player for for a period of time and he changed what they did on defense, but now it's just not the same, and he he has not looked the same. And unfortunately, I was thinking about this today. The Bengals have have re, over the past couple of off seasons, you know, re-signed a couple of guys to big extensions. Now, obviously, this last off season, they signed Carlos Dunlap and Geno Atkins. Both have played statistically pretty well this year. Geno Atkins made the Pro Bowl, but I think we can agree that those guys have disappeared for stretches, especially in important games. But aside from that. A.J. Green signs a recent contract contract extension. He gets hurt. Um, Vontez Perfect signs the contract extension. He gets hurt. Um, you know, Andy Dalton on a, on a pretty big contract. He gets hurt. So, it, the, unfortunately, there's been a streak of bad luck on that front with these contracts. That they, Tyler Eifert, another guy. Um, so, I, I don't know. Uh, there's, there's just a lot of bad luck. There's a lot of bad... In my opinion, a lot of poor player development today. I saw cornerbacks making mistakes, and especially guys like William Jackson, Darquez Denard, who have been in this league for a while. They're not even turning around looking at for the football when they're when they're covering. They're just looking at the receiver and sometimes throwing their hands up, and they look lost. And somehow the Browns receivers are coming down with the football. So, um, you know, I. I I I don't know. I think player development is is a problem. And then, you know, as, as one of the commenters just said there, they need to hit the draft well, but um, they've been hit and miss there. And when you put all your eggs in that basket and you don't do much in free agency, um, that that's a real risky game that you're playing there. And, uh, unfortunately, it's come to bite the Bengals a bit the uh, these past couple of years. Um, I do agree that there are so many guys out that, today it was it was very very difficult for the Bengals to win and uh, I think we should ex- expect some of the sloppiness but at this point also you hope to see some some improvement and whatnot from from players and uh, that's just not taking place uh, keep it to cincyjungle.com for all of the news opinions analysis there's probably going to be quite a bit of news uh, coming up here over the next week two weeks um, whether there is a coaching change or not coaching change or you know, even at the assistant level, what have you. Um, so keep it there. We do run a podcast weekly, the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. So check it out. Um, we we record live usually Wednesdays, and uh, we'd we'd love to have you join us. And if not, you can get it on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all that kind of stuff. So hopefully you can uh, you can get that. 
Have a great Christmas despite the result today. Have a great New Year's and uh, be safe. Try and uh, not let this negatively affect your holiday, the, the, all the happenings with the Bengals, because uh, there's not a ton of positives today. Um, I don't know. I, I like this one before I get out of here but from Matthew Steinmetz. Why didn't Tate play today with all the wide receivers out? I don't know. Uh, you know, Cody Core had a catch and another for a two-point conversion. Uh, like I said, John Ross had a touchdown. Um, Alex Erickson had a couple of plays, but um, yeah, no, not not much of tape. So uh, Marvin Lewis, if you read what what he said about Malik Jefferson, who went on IR this past week, and people were asking him why he hasn't been playing, Marvin kind of talked about how he's not he's making too many errors in practice and whatnot. And uh, he sticks to his guns on that stuff. And sometimes guys just play better in games than they do practices. So that's just the way it is. I don't know if that's the excuse, but um, that's the way it is. Thanks for tuning in. You could probably hear my angry son in the back of the car here. We're going to get going. But uh, appreciate it. Have a good Christmas. Have a great New Year's. Check out CincyJungle.com. Check out our podcast. We'll see you next time. I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.